Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line on this I'm thinking it's going to be a snowy Thursday because we're pre-recording this on you know, Tuesday. I just ran but... out Tuesday at lunch. It's 50 <laughs> degrees. The I sun know, is shining. I know. And I look at my phone and it says winter storm warning. I know. And I think they're correct. Okay. I think we're going to get it. So time. I think on Thursday when our listeners are listening to us this morning, I think Lots we probably snow. have Lots snow of wind. and some ice and some wind. Okay. But on this day... It's kind of warm. Yeah. When we're pre-recording. have you been to the grocery store in the last twenty four oh hours? I went last night to yeah. Meyer. <laughs> there was not anything there, hardly. Well, I went to Meyer <laughs> Monday at lunchtime. I've never seen so many people in there. And again, God bless everyone. Yeah. And, and all get of what that. You need. I'm getting elbowed here. <laughs> I've got a cart running in me. I'm trying to get a package of Belvedas, a box of Belvedas. Yeah. You know, I got an old lady upset with me because I got the last orange cranberry. I mean. Dude, it's snow. You know what I it's mean? It's just snow. It's, it's going to melt. It's going to melt. Right. I don't think it's going to last. I mean, right. once you get it plowed, yeah. then we're good. But you know what's but. weird is it is uh, February 3rd when the show's airing. It's right. February 1st when we're recording. Right. We've had very little snow. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yes. I hope we get it. Yes. I'm just, I told you last week, I was yeah. waiting for the text from you that says, don't yeah. come to work. And I'll say, well, okay. I I am married to a teacher <laughs> that's going to be really disappointed. I know. I texted they're... her last night. I said, are <laughs> yeah. you praying for snow? And she said, yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it has yeah. been, uh, it has been some years, so. It has, but you know, the problem with education these days is do they get snow days on days like this or do they just go to remote learning? Oh. You know? That's, oh, I mean, that hasn't I, been decided. I don't know. I Hey, oh. I have no idea. I'm just. I don't want to go to any Zoom meeting on <laughs> if we get a snow day. Ever again? <laughs> well, ever again. But I, if I'm on a snow day, right. I will be in my pajamas. It's a snow day. Yeah. And I'm not getting on Zoom. I hear you. All right. That's right. Okay. Well, and thanks you, for listening to us this morning. And absolutely. I hope that we have snow. I think it's coming. I think it is. Well, hey, I want to talk, and um, we, we launched a brand new series you on did. Sunday yeah. into a part of the Bible that rarely is used yes. for sermons and lessons. Right. We call it the Minor Prophets. Mm-hmm. And we started with the prophet Amos. Amos. And I have mm-hmm. to confess, before last summer, I didn't know anything about the prophet Amos. Mm-hmm. I did a week-long study with Jody Owens, who's mm-hmm. been a part of the radio show in the past. Mm-hmm. Learned a ton trying to bring that second church. I want to know, what do you think was the takeaway for you, not just as worship minister, but just as someone listening to the sermon and soaking in mm-hmm. the message. I mean, does it connect or is it just too far out there? Is it too extreme? I mean, it's dark. It's you know, dark. it is. That's what I said to you. When yeah. you gave me all of the passages for all the different books, I just was struck with how dark it is. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's there's light as right. well, but it's, it's about judgment right. and about, you know, repentance and right. calling people out for their sins. And so... That's what I came away with was the need for us as a congregation to consider our own sin yeah. and con- consider confessing and repenting right? and returning. I think that's the word yeah. you're using through but this whole series, you, return. There's a Hebrew word, it's shub, how you pronounce it. But yeah, yeah, but that's really the theme of the prophets mm-hmm. is return. return. And a lot of people think it's all about repentance. That's a part of it. But it's return to the law, return to the mm-hmm. word, return to the Lord, mm-hmm. return to. And I just thought. In this time that we're living in right now, mm-hmm. our world's been upside down for going on two years. Mm-hmm. That's a good message. You know, let's return to what matters most. Right. You know, what right. was who, who sang the song, The Basics of Life? 
We need uh, to get for him. To the for him, you know, just yeah. something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. And you know, that's not my favorite song of all time, right. but but just the idea <laughs> of. I have a funny story to tell you off the air about that song. <laughs> off the air. Off though. the air. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but anyway, all to say, I, I'm excited this week. It's Hosea. Yes. Isn't Hosea beautiful? It's beautiful, but a lot of people don't realize uh, in a lot of ways, I'm thinking, how do you bring a message? Mm -hmm. We have kids that come to church. Family friendly, yeah. You know, and I mean, it's uh, it's R-rated. I mean, there's no way to get around it in a lot of ways. I bet kids, though, are hearing a lot of R-rated things. So I think they are. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not saying you'd be really graphic, but I think you say it and they need to hear it. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. I I um I, I love the art. I would call it mm-hmm. of not just putting sermons, but series of sermons mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. and kind of what themes connect, and mm-hmm. and how does it really impact us today? Mm-hmm. And I think I was even surprised when you start looking at prophets like Obadiah and Haggai mm-hmm. and Nahum, how a lot of what they were speaking to it is. Spot, spot on, on today. for believers in 2022. Yeah. You know, yeah. Obadiah is the shortest of all the minor prophets. His big deal is the problem of national pride, mm-hmm. an unhealthy national pride. Yeah, I'm interested in hearing you well, touch that, on that one. That's probably going to be the least popular of the messages. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's going to be people that are going to struggle with um, our takeaways. And I don't think the takeaway is hate your country. I don't think the the takeaway is that it's wrong to have national pride but ultimately where do you put your ultimate source of hope well, you know yeah. what I'm saying? you certainly can't put it in your, yeah. your country and yeah. your government you know i'm and i don't want to steal too much thunder from that message but years ago one of my best friends uh, at lincoln christian university his dad died and he was a world war ii vet mm. and uh, closed casket and i got there and he did not have the american flag on his casket mm. he had the christian flag mm. and i mean it just mm. I thought, wow. And then mm-hmm. Bob, my friend, talked about the message, and he said this was Dad's final wish. Mm-hmm. He loved his country. Mm-hmm. He was honored to have fought in World War II, mm-hmm. but he wanted everyone to come wow. to leave knowing, you know, it's Jesus first no mm-hmm. matter what. That's and awesome. Yeah, and I, I hope that's how people hear that. I hope people look at that and say that's right. awesome. Right. But I think sometimes, you know, our emotions can get the best of us. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where it goes. We'll yeah, see how I'm it plays excited. So, I'm glad you're doing it. Hey, couple other things. We talked about the Jesus Music movie, right. and two weeks from this week, Wayne Kent is going to be back mm-hmm. in studio with us. And you've watched the movie. Yes. Wayne's watched the movie. Yes. Dale Daniel's watched the movie, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about it. And it's kind of a sixty-year journey mm-hmm. through Christian music mm-hmm. and the, the impact that it's had. And I would make the case that Christian music, whether people realize it or not, it is one of the most influential mm-hmm. cultural mm-hmm. predictors in our world today in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. And mm-hmm. I think even mm-hmm. uh, in terms of Sunday morning worship services, mm-hmm. modern Christian music has really impacted, I think, how worship happens it in has. a lot of churches. However, and- I think there's a lot of benefit for the older music as well. I, no, I don't. I don't mean I, I, people are going to say, "Well, how come you don't sing much, right. many hymns?" Then right. I don't mean that necessarily that, but like this Sunday, I we, I did a song out of a Catholic hymn book, yeah. which yeah. is unusual for right. us because right. we're not Catholic, but right. it had. It, it was perfect for what we were going for with that confession. I just think that there's a big variety of music. There is. And, and, and that is certainly shown in that movie. So. But I think the thing that I'm, I'm stating with that is I think the influence of a handful of people, mm. and it's mm. played out through the decades, mm-hmm. it's impacted mm-hmm. at least some churches Sunday in, Sunday out. Right. You know? and, right. And I don't think it's all bad. I don't think it's all good. I right. mean, I, I think you're right to say this is the only style we use. That's a mistake. Right. 
But I just. But do you think Michael W. Smith and Amy Grant thought that's what, that's what they what were I doing mean. back yeah. then? Well, Did they know they were going to have such a huge influence? Well, what about the Jesus movement right. people? Right, back in the 60s. I mean, you look 70s, at some yeah. of the. Was it Larry Norman? Was that I think name? that was his name. I mean, I, I'd never heard of him. But you're listening to some of those lyrics. Yeah. I, I bet WBGL wouldn't even play <laughs> some of those songs today. Right. But you hear testimony of uh-huh. people. Greg Laurie, I don't know if you know that name or not. Greg Laurie's yes. a great revivalist. He was won by the Jesus People mm-hmm. Movement. Yeah by the music of Larry Norman and the preaching of Chuck Smith and I just I'm just amazed. Was that did that come out was it Calvary Chapel? Yeah, Calvary, yeah, Chapel, Calvary Chapel. California, yeah, right? On the, right. on the West Coast. Yeah. yeah, and I mean that was just so countercultural at, mm-hmm, the time. at the time. But they yeah. didn't say look at those hippies, they're all going to hell in a handbasket. They said look at those hippies, let's tell them about Jesus. And they did. And they did. And they came to and Jesus. They did. I know. I know. And they changed their world. And I, so yeah. I can't wait to dive into that, yeah. but that's going to be Are you going to tell people to watch it? Um yeah, I, I if you can check it out, you can rent it on Amazon right. and there's probably other streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. I rented it for 99 cents. I, I had to pay 5.99. Yeah. But, but when you say yeah. it was 5.99 oh, yeah. well spent. Absolutely. And I would love for you yeah. to watch it. I'd love to get your feedback mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um I, I told you off air the difference between a billy graham and another famous mm-hmm. televangelist mm-hmm. i won't give his name mm-hmm. away yet um mm-hmm. just striking yeah. you know just moving yeah. so yeah. Yeah, yeah that'll be two weeks from today okay. hey um we've got jake weiss mm-hmm. and brant kaler coming up yeah. and they are our student ministers brant's uh, our newest employee mm-hmm. as of right now as that might right be now. changing right but um yeah because we may be adding somebody else to our staff but uh we're going to learn a lot about student ministry we're going to meet mm-hmm. brand mm-hmm. we're going to learn about mm-hmm. things like ciy mix mm-hmm. and ciy move mm-hmm. and a thing called winter jam yeah are you a jammer a winter jammer? I don't ever okay, go. Okay. But I am all for it. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, love, I love yeah. to see people's pictures and yeah. hear what they say about it. But we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to visit with Jake and Brant. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. 
Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg this morning on Thursday, February 3rd. And we are pleased to have in the studio with us today two of our coworkers. Yes. Uh, Brant, is it Caller? Caller? Kaler? Kaler. Okay, C A L E R. Yes. Brant Kaler. Yeah. And Jacob Weiss. Yeah, what's up, guys? I don't usually call you Jacob. Yeah, does anybody call you, call you Jacob? My mom, when she's really <laughs> mad at me, calls me Jacob Roy. Because you know what's wild <laughs> is... Jacob Roy? That's my middle name. I yeah. didn't know that. Named after my grandpa, Learned something so. new about you. Yeah. What's your email here? Jake at secondchurch.com. It is Jake, because on yeah. my script when it comes up, it always says Jacob, Jacob. Weiss. Yes. So yeah. I don't know why that is. You know, on Facebook, it says Jacob Weiss, too. But anybody who knows me, they always call me Jake. So. Yeah. I'm going to call you Jacob Roy now. Oh, no. Now that I know that. <laughs> Brent, what is your middle name? It's Thomas. Brant okay, what's your middle name? Lynn. Stephanie Lynn. Lynn. And what's yours? Gregory Edward. <laughs> well, now that we have all of that out of there the way, we, we know everybody's yep. formal names. Yep. Uh, we're happy to have these guys in the studio with us, the yes. junior high. What What are your exact titles? Yeah. Because yeah, they've, they've changed, right? Now that you have come on yes. board, Brant, they've yes. kind of changed. Yep. Jake, what are you technically? I'm a student minister. Student minister. Yeah. And what are you, Brant? So I'm the associate student <laughs> minister. There you go. So what does that mean? Simple. I don't know. I, I, is it like the office when you're the the assistant to the regional manager? Is oh, that kind of what it yeah. is? Is that what you are? Uh, I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> He's just having fun. Yeah. So. so, Brant, let's dive in. Obviously, you're the newest staff member at Second yep. Church, the youngest staff member at Second Church, well, taking that title from Tobin. I don't know if that's true. I think is it Tobin not true? Is younger than me. Really? Tobin's yeah. the youngest? Yeah, wow. By what? Did you just hire someone else today? Is she wow. younger? Wow. Man, that's wild. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that's great. We got some young ones. Well, anyway, welcome to Second Church. Thank you. <laughs> Tell us the Brant Kaler story. The Brant Kaler story. All right, so uh, I was born and raised just outside of St. Louis in a town called Collinsville, Illinois. Yep. So that's where I spent the first 18 years of my life. I went to the same church. Uh, I went to a school that my mom taught at, Legacy Christian Academy. Uh, and then when I was 16, I went to a community college to finish up high school. 
which was just it was a blast. Had a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, and at then, sixteen. At sixteen. Community yeah. College. Yeah. So when I finished high school, they gave me my high school diploma and they gave me the associate degree. Huh. Wow. So it was you a pretty must cool. Be pretty He's smart. really smart. You know. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. It, community college isn't super difficult. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's cool. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from there, I went to Ozark Christian College. Mm-hmm. During my time in high school, I kind of thought about what I wanted to do, thought maybe I would do some engineering, and then mm. realized I was terrible at math. So we weren't <laughs> going to do that. That wasn't going to work. So, um, yeah, I went to Ozark Christian College, was figuring things out, and um, just kind of felt like youth ministry was where God mm. wanted me and would be able to use me the most. And yeah. so, so you're wa- both, they're both Ozark. They are. Yeah. Great. We are, yeah. Did you guys know each other? Together. No, we, we didn't go at the same time. Lived in the same dorm, just at different times. Uh, okay, I see. If you ever need help with math, I do have a math teacher connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, But I'm I? guessing you're not using a lot of math. Is no, that right? I'll probably have somebody else do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Have you ever done taxes before? Nope. Ooh, yeah. this will be a first be time, right? Yep. All right. Nice. Well, Jake, um, you know, talk a little bit about what's happening in student ministry here at Second Church. We've just dove into 2022 we're coming up on the two-year anniversary of when our world went crazy because of covid what's happening in student ministry man a lot um you know it's really cool we had a, a leader meeting a few weeks ago when brant first came on just kind of kicking off this new year 2022 and um what how we started was we really just kind of looked back at 2021 and told some stories of how god worked and moved in student ministry in 2021 mm-hmm. and uh, we went through and counted up how many baptisms we had. This this blew my mind. I had no idea. We had 30 baptisms wow. in student ministry wow. in 2021, which was awesome. And so uh, for this year, 2022, uh, we're we're expecting God to do some even bigger stuff. And so we're praying some big prayers and uh, shooting for 50 baptisms, which would be amazing. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So God's doing some really good stuff. Student ministry uh, here at Second. It's it's been a lot of fun to be a part of. And uh, Wednesday nights are rolling for junior high. Uh, from 6 to 7.30, and mm-hmm. for uh, HSM Sunday nights, uh, we go from 5 to 7 p.m. Yeah, and so both of you are saying student ministries, what you want to wake up and do every day. I want both of you to answer this question. Why are you passionate about student ministry? Yeah, Brent, I'll start I, with you. Yeah, I can go first. Um, so I had a professor in college who really drilled this into us, and it really has become like my way of thinking about youth ministry and that's you wake up every morning with the opportunity to change the world yeah. and that's not mm-hmm. me changing the world it's having these students be able mm-hmm. to change the world mm-hmm. yeah. so i think one of the really cool things about high school uh, and middle school is really the expectation is so low for them to have an impact in the community mm-hmm. uh and in the home like they're really expected to go to school to have fun to do these things and that's great but i think that there's just such a big impact mm-hmm. that they can have mm-hmm. not only uh, you know, outside, but like at school and they had, just have this reach that really none of us have. Mm-hmm. And so I I truly do believe that high schoolers can change the world. And I think they want to change the world too. And so that's kind of cool that we get to add Jesus to that and see yeah. how can we change the world for Jesus with Jesus. That's, awesome. that's great. Mm-hmm. Jake, what do you think, man? Student ministry. Yeah. I, you know, I think student ministry, it's such a pivotal time in students' lives to be able to, to make a decision uh, to follow Jesus, accept Jesus, and to serve Jesus. And so mm-hmm. we're real intentional about that. We want to, you know, confront students with the truth of the gospel and uh, challenge them to be kingdom workers and to live that out on a daily basis, like Brant said, uh, to change the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm really passionate about that and seeing students kind of step into their purpose and uh, see what God has for them. How hard is that in 2022 to really challenge students? Do you think that's 
harder than it's been in previous years? Or you think it's always been a challenge? What do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think students for the most part are, you know, they're still kids. Uh, I think challenging them is still going to be the same as in any other year. I think there's definitely different challenges that students face. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the, the challenge of following Jesus, nothing's changed. I think they're still uh, primed and ready to accept that. All you have to do is confront them with it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I would agree. Well, why is the student ministry connection so important? You, you talked about the, the challenges that they face are, are difficult. Why is it why is it important for a junior high or high school student to be connected to a church, to be connected with other believers? Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the I mean, at least growing up in high school, this was the a main thing is a lot of students are going through a lot of different things mm-hmm. and a lot of them think that they're going through it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, they think, oh, man, I'm, I'm struggling in this way, or I really don't know how to get through this. But they don't understand that pretty much every high schooler is going through something, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a big change in their life. they got a lot, you know, being given to them, thrown at them, and middle school, too. Um, they just have all these things that, you know, oh, man, am I alone? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the connection mm-hmm. comes in, understanding, mm-hmm. well, we have leaders who who have been through high school, who have been through the things that you've, like, the exact things that you have been through, mm-hmm. and they've gone through it. You have other students who are going through those things. And so kind of using using that to show, hey, not only are you not alone, but there's also a way through it. Awesome. Steph, you're a big music person. Mm-hmm. And there's this event that happens all over the country mm-hmm. called Winter Jam. Mm-hmm. Jake, what is Winter Jam? And I think you guys were just there, weren't you? We were just there on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Winter Jam is this really cool thing. I've never been. This is my first time. But it's this huge concert, Christian concert that they put on all over the nation that they uh, go on tour with. So. Really awesome. We took about 34 people from uh, HSM down and uh, went to the Pacers Arena in Indy and uh, just spent the night there doing some worship and watching some concerts and stuff. So it was a blast. How long? It was about three and a half hours. Wow. How That's you, a how, long concert. How were your ears yeah. afterwards? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're still we're a little shouting older, so. in the parking lot <laughs> trying to hear each other. So. Uh, Skillet performed. Uh, uh-huh. So John Cooper with Skillet, they uh-huh. performed. And, man, it was yeah. incredible but wow was it that was the loud. headliner probably he was the headliner much, yeah, yeah okay. it was pretty amazing i mean they had all kinds of stuff pyrotechnic you know all kinds of fire yeah some cannons <laughs> and stuff they were going through the crowd it was with it was fire sweet the fire was going through the crowd <laughs> no with fire oh, okay okay <laughs> now that would have been something that would have yeah. been something yeah. hey you know you took them to indianapolis that's what an hour and a half but you guys believe in the power of trips i think because you do mm-hmm. them every summer you take kids to ciy um, so for our listeners who might not know what CIY stands for, what is it? And what is the benefit of taking kids away off, you know, on a bus and getting them away from their parents for a week or so? Yeah. So CIY is an organization called Christ in Youth. Okay. They've been doing these camps for, oh, for a very long time. Yeah. I really probably couldn't tell you how long, but, um, what it is, is that they have these weeks of camps mm-hmm. that they do every summer. They do it all throughout the summer, all over America, mm-hmm. uh, and now even some in Ireland and different places. And so, um, But what it is, is that they get students together, and they usually go through a theme. I know that this last year, oh man, the theme was for everyone, for all. So okay. uh, they go through this theme of, so how is Jesus impacting youth? And then you walk alongside it. Mm-hmm. They give you a ton of information. It's really good for like youth leaders to go to because mm-hmm. they just give you all this information. And then, you know, it's prime kids are having questions. And so it's super good. It's a ton of fun, too. And the kids love it. Mm-hmm. We do whitewater rafting when we go to Lee University. And so it's it's a total blast. It's on a college campus, right? Yes. Stay yes. in the dorms. And yep. But how many go, like, the move 
event is for high school. Mix is for junior high. How big are these gatherings, Jake? Oh, man, they'll be uh, for for mix this year for middle school. They'll probably be at least 900 plus middle school students there. High school, it'll be probably a little bit bigger, probably 1,000 to 2,000, I would, I would think, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, so it's it's huge. It's a, it's a ton of fun. We'll take about 70 um, from our church for middle school and high school um, for each one of those. And our students will love it. It's a great opportunity for them to build relationships with each other and with our adult leaders. But it also really uh, and it just ignites a passion within them, within them, I think, to do kingdom work and to come back yeah. and uh, to really get plugged in. So. Steph, 1985, July 1985, at a Christian Youth Conference in Bolivar, Missouri. I don't know if you guys know where that is or not. I don't. Southwest Baptist University. Mm-hmm. I made the decision to do ministry uh, on a Thursday night. You know, it changed my life. Yeah, and I think that's life. happened to a lot of yeah. people through that ministry. Yeah. I have a question for you guys about maybe some resources for parents. So Greg and I have raised kids. We've done the whole junior high and high school thing. Yes. I don't know how successfully <laughs> I have done it. You've probably done a much better job. But um, – you know, when you think about if there's someone listening and they, they're struggling with their junior high uh, or their high school, or what resources are available? I mean, just through here at Second Church, but uh, maybe you know of, like, online resources. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Tell me tell me what resources there are for parents who might be struggling. Yeah, first thing I'd say is, man, if you need any resources, come talk to us. Mm-hmm. We've got tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have several books that we just give out for free mm-hmm. to parents. Uh, so, like, A Parent's Guide to Teenage Brains, A Parent's Guide mm-hmm. to Teenage Boys, <laughs> Teenage Girls, yeah. Parent's Guide mm-hmm. to Sex and Dating, mm-hmm. and even to uh, Technology with Phones and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. And we, we even have other books that's on our website, you know, uh, how to parent your seventh grade student, your eighth grade student, your freshman, your, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, but even beyond just books and stuff, I think probably one of the greatest resources you could get is uh, just getting connected in a, in a connect group mm-hmm. uh, with other parents who are going through similar life situations. Mm-hmm. Right now, Terry Goodwin's doing a class called uh, Raising, Raising Highly, highly Capable, Capable Kids. Kids. Raising Highly Capable <laughs> Kids. So that's a great resource for parents to get plugged into. I think even just coming to church. I think sometimes if you haven't gone to church or it's been a while and I don't know. I mean, sometimes you have an idea of what you think student ministry is, but I love what you guys do here on Sunday morning. You have a class for um, high school, class for junior high. And you guys break out what you do during the week. Um, High school meets on Sunday night and junior high meets on Wednesday night. But just come to church. Try us out. I mean, what can it hurt to introduce your kid to these two guys, you know, who are just – Sold out for helping kids and parents. Just try coming to church, 8 o'clock, 920 or 1045 on Sunday morning, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know today, out of the blue, I got a call from a parent, Mm -hmm. and she said, hey, this is not eternal. This is not, you know, kingdom, Mm -hmm. but I'm struggling. Could we talk? And I was like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We sat down for a half hour. Um, and I think just not going on, on your own mm-hmm. and having resources mm-hmm. is huge. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I appreciate that invitation Absolutely. from Jake and Brant to say we're here and, and they can we've just got call resources. the church, right? Yeah. What's Absolutely. the number? I don't even know. What the you don't know the number is still four, four, two, seven, three, zero, six. Area code 217. It's on my speed dial, so I don't ever. Do you know yeah. your number? I do. Okay. All right. Just checking. Just I'm not going to give check. it out though no, on don't AM do that. radio. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Well, Jake and Brett, we are so thankful for all that you do, and I think student ministry is so rewarding. It changed my life. My youth minister and and the people that worked in our youth ministry were influential in Mm -hmm. helping shape Mm -hmm. me, and I wouldn't be here today probably without people that Mm -hmm. poured into me. So Mm -hmm. thank you for all that you do. And one more time, HSM, JHM, when do they meet? What nights? What time? What does HSM stand for? 
So HSM is our high school ministry, and uh, JHM is our junior high ministry. So we're very creative with our our names. Uh, But junior high, we meet uh, Wednesday nights from 6 to 7.30, Sunday mornings, 9.20. High school, we meet Sunday morning, 9.20 for Sunday school, and then Sunday nights from 5 to 7 p.m. And all are welcome. Everybody's welcome, yeah. Awesome. All right, Jake Weiss, Brant Kaler, thanks for what you do. Mm -hmm. We're going to break. We'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement, too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Hear now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, February 13th. Thank you. There's a lot.
lots of snow. We're not sure because we're pre-recording. But I bet there is. Yeah, I'd yeah. place a bet on yes, this one. Yes, yes, You know how depressed we're going to be if we're in our office on oh. Thursday morning listening to this? I think I'll have to on. take yeah. a mental health day. <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to come in. But hey, um, Jake and Brant, man, they, just love their enthusiasm. They're just sharp kids. Yeah. I feel so old. Yeah, well. We're, we, get, we're getting old. We are. We're getting old. But I'm yep. glad that the, this younger generation yep. is kind of at the They're hungry. Us, yep. Yep. And they're willing to invest time. I mean, I've never, I mean, I haven't worked with Brant that right. much, but Jake and Jamie, they're yep. just time investors. You know, one of the things yeah. I love about these two is they share an office. Right. And I, that'd be hard to do, to <laughs> yeah. share an office. You know, Brant's just right out of college. Right. But I, I, I think Brant's been with us. This is his fourth or fifth week on the uh-huh. job. Uh, on the ministry, I, I walked by three or four times, and they're praying together. Oh, I yeah, just, I, yeah. there's a lot of good things happening. I think Jake so. is an excellent mentor yeah, for him, yeah, so I think it's a great combo. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, um, we talked Winter Jam, right? and we talked Skillet, right? and let me just first say, that's not my style of me music. Neither. Okay, that's not me, but I love John Cooper, who okay. is the lead singer mm-hmm. of Skillet, mm-hmm. and I've got an article that mm-hmm. I'm going to link right now, and it's based on his message saying... I've lost friendships right. over what I believe biblically. Mm-hmm. He shared on a podcast not long ago that someone in the music industry came to him 15 years ago and said, you and your band have what it takes mm. to be as big as you can dream mm. in the industry. Mm. I mean, the sky is the limit mm. for you professionally, yeah. but you got to stop talking about Jesus. Mm. you got to stop singing this Christian stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said, I, we didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, I don't own any skillet music, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but I just, I admire people that are saying something's more important eternally mm-hmm. than whether I achieve a certain level of fame or not, or whether this person will mm-hmm. be my friend Well, the gist of not. this whole article is he's saying Christians need to be more vocal. Yep. We need to be more bold. Right. And especially in a time when other voices get the big platform and they get to say whatever they want. Right. Right. That Christians need to be vocal. Of yeah. course in love. Um, right. but you know, and, and full of grace, but yeah. don't shut up is what well, he's basically well, and, saying. And, and I think that's the challenge though, is I think so many uh, it's almost like you're being conditioned that you really shouldn't speak. Yeah. You know? Right. Something else that I love about this is this comment that he makes toward the end of the article where he says, this idea that music belongs to the devil. Yes. He, he says. <laughs> I grew up like that. People are like, Did that's you? devil yeah, music. Yeah. 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 But here's what he says in here. Arts belong to God. Music, music. belongs to God. Yeah. And we're going to look at Hosea this week, mm-hmm. you know, not to turn everything back to the sermon, but mm-hmm. there is beautiful poetry mm-hmm. that you're going to read. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about Sunday. I think it's going to be really neat too. what we're doing. I and um, I just think that that is a that's a refreshing message to me mm-hmm. that uh, that he's bringing about mm-hmm. the impact right. uh, music can have and right. his willingness to not not uh, not give in. Right. I guess you would say. So right. Super Bowl. Are you excited or not? <laughs> Well, I am. You I wanted just, Kansas City, right? I did. I, yeah. I'm fine that they yeah. did win. I just think we saw such good football the past two weekends, oh, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I hope that it's as good for yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I'm super excited for Cincinnati. This is a team yeah. that hadn't won a playoff game yeah. in 31 years, yeah. and um, you know, I like their quarterback. He's got a chip on yeah. his shoulder, but I but I really like it. And but I like the Rams quarterback yeah. as well. Yeah. Now, here's the crazy thing. I don't know if you followed this or not, but there's a lot of St. Louis area fans that are passionately rooting against Los Angeles. Because they beat... The, no, because no. the Rams used to be in St. Louis. Oh, and the Rams okay. left St. Louis and relocated gotcha. to L.A. Okay. So, um, well, my, you should have talked to Brand about that. He's from St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe we'll get him back that. on it sometime. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of kind of... I don't know if sour grapes is the yeah. right term or not. But um, Did you see the price? Uh, 
for a Super Bowl ticket? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, put me on my couch with my fireplace and I, my I don't cup understand. of decaf coffee. I'm I good to go. I do not understand yeah. how in an economy. How that happens. Who yeah. has that? And right. it's going to be full. Right. Oh, crazy. I know. Crazy. Yeah, there's no doubt crazy. about it. Um, Tom Brady. We yeah. talked about Tom Brady last week. Did he retire? Week. Well, here's Did the crazy he thing. Did he? The news <laughs> broke on Saturday that he retired. Right. But we never heard from Tom Brady. Right. And then it went to Sunday. Then his dad. And, and then we didn't hear from said... Tom Brady. Then Monday, his dad came out and said, you know, it's interesting that you all are writing this. You might want to talk to Junior. <laughs> you might want to wait and see what he has to say. So then the story started to break Monday night. He's not going to retire. Well, he finally released a message Tuesday morning. And he said, it's time for the next generation. I am. I guess I hadn't heard that yet. Yeah. So he definitely uh, yeah. is. Well, retired. I mean, I, I saw it on social media. Unless somebody's scamming us. Uh, I mean, it's okay. a statement but, that came yeah. out. But um, is he the goat? <laughs> the greatest of all time? Oh, what do you know. think? I think, I think you make a, that case. Do you? I do. I think there's a lot of good. There are. But this is a guy that played 22 seasons. I think I have my okay. math right. Mm-hmm. Went to the Super Bowl 10 times. I mean, that's almost yeah, yeah. 50%. Won yeah. seven Super Bowls. That's pretty good. And what really showed me, I, I used to think for the longest time, ah, he's just the benefit of the Patriots system. Mm-hmm. It's all about Belichick. Mm-hmm. It's all about the system. Well, he goes to Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. and his first year at the age of, what, 43, he won a Super Bowl. So, well, maybe he is the greatest of all time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't I just know. think it's a fascinating question. Mm-hmm. But I also find it funny that people can't wait to release news. Right. It happened last week with yeah. Justice Breyer right. in the Supreme Court. Right. Just let people have the day. It's their life. I don't think that's possible. It's their career. No, I don't think it's possible anymore. That drives me nuts. <laughs> let me tell you something else that drives me nuts. Are you gonna t- Are you retiring? I'm not retiring, okay. but I am really frustrated by fake apologies. Okay, so a fake apology is I'm really sorry that you were offended by something that I said. Not sorry what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can make the case that our president did not apologize to the reporter that he had called the name. He just said basically it's nothing personal. That's not really an apology. You know, so Whoopi Goldberg came out Mm -hmm. and is under a ton of heat for dismissing the significance of the Holocaust. Right. And she made the statement Mm -hmm. it's just one group of white people hurting another group Mm -hmm. of white people, which just ouch. It's just ridiculous. It's just crazy beyond crazy. Well, um, she goes on Stephen Colbert's show and says, no, I'm not going to do a fake apology. And then she does a fake apology. And oh, you didn't think it was genuine? I felt like it was. I want to explain did why I her? said what I did. I did. You, okay, I did. So I, I, did. Seen her. I, I did. I mean, I think the appropriate thing to say would be six million Jews were slaughtered mm-hmm. in anything that would give any inkling whatsoever that there was any justification at all. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. evil. It's wrong. Her thing was it's one group of people hurting another group of people. Mm-hmm. It's not. A race Racist. issue, yeah. you know, and yet you go and you read Hitler, which right. I don't recommend, by right. the way, to right. anybody. Right. But I mean, it's all about that race of people, right. that race of people. Right. What do you think well, about I that? I didn't see. Okay. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, reading this article, yes. I yes. took it as more of a genuine. I took really? it more okay. of a genuine okay. um, apology. However, um, I don't know. She said, I'm going to, you know, think about my thinking. I mean, if you have to think about your thinking about that, right. I think right. something's wrong. I with just you, think but... anytime you are trying to minimize anything that happened during that time, mm, yeah. in my opinion, right. that's a losing battle. Right. And I, I, I don't know that she went into this thinking that it was going to blow up like it did. Right. But I think a lot of people were probably hurt by the well, words like that it. were 
Sounds like that was quite the uh, pushback from a lot of people. And and I think that's legitimate. I think it is legitimate to push back on that. And again, I would just say whether you're a president or whether you're a commentator on The View or wherever you are, you know, when you make a mistake, I mean, there's a kind of a gross phrase that that is thrown out there. When you step in it, Mm -hmm. you know, just just come clean. The American people are a forgiving people Mm -hmm. when there's this genuine, man, I'm really sorry. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm preaching now. It's kind of like, you know, where she said it was never, ever, ever, ever my intention. Right. I just thought we were having a discussion. Right. That's that's what comes out in a discussion. And if you you and I have a discussion, I mean, you have to own your words is is what I would say along those lines. And I think. um, Yeah, I'm not a big view fan. Yeah, I'm not either. Of course, I'm at work, so I'm not watching it. But yeah. So you didn't see that. I I, I saw the I I saw clips of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it is what it is. is And again, the key is a genuine apology wins the day real quick before we go to break Mm -hmm. two podcast recommendations have you heard of the holy post podcast i have not sky jathani had david french he's one of my favorite political commentators on and this week i think dropped on friday they talked for about an hour it's a long podcast Mm -hmm. but kind of about the rise and the fall of jerry falwell jr liberty university some of the lessons that we can learn from that Number one, I just learned a ton. I didn't Did know you? much about it, and I learned a lot. But I also think for Christian leaders, it's a good listen. Mm-hmm. You know, and there were some times I thought, man, David, you're being too hard, mm-hmm. or Sky, you're being too hard. But it really caused me to step back mm-hmm. and, and look at my life mm-hmm. and look at mm-hmm. leadership. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's always a good thing. The Holy Post. Yeah, the Holy Post okay. is the name of the podcast. And then Breakpoint, that's the Colson Center. Right. They're on all the time. Right. They do a great job. But uh, Monday of this week, Oz Guinness, I don't know if you know that name, Oz Guinness or not, but he has just a fascinating kind of deep dive in how did we get where we are today. And he's saying basically the church and culture are at a crossroads, and mm-hmm. I think that they are. Mm-hmm. But he kind of goes all the way back to where did critical theory come from mm-hmm. where did intersectionality come from mm-hmm. and for people that maybe don't even understand what that's all about for 37 minutes he gives mm-hmm. you a lot of information Neat. so that's breakpoint you can find that anywhere well hey we need to go to break when we come back we've got the history segment we've got thank you to the sponsors we've got the word of the week and we've got a very special good news segment yeah. you're listening to direct line we'll be right back after this words out today no not talking about this one So if I were going to have brought an article today, it would have been Miss USA jumps off of the, you know, the, her building in New York City. No, killed herself? Yep. I Yesterday. I know that. Isn't that sad? Do you want to talk about her? Not necessarily, okay. but I mean, if I were going to bring one, that's it, what I like, would have. She's the current Miss USA? Or no? No, I don't know about that. Get I, that. Let's talk about it next week. Okay. Seriously. Oh, so I didn't sad. Know that. I mean, you think someone like that. Yeah. You, you're beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Jumped off her Did they Have they said any details why or anything? It's Obviously, she's despondent, but yeah. And she just did an interview and was oh, fine. Oh, that just makes me sick. Isn't that awful? Oh, it's terrible. Terrible, terrible. All right, you bring us back. Okay, and what are we going to talk about? Um, Wordle? Yeah, we'll go, <laughs> we'll go to Wordle, and then we'll go to sponsors. Okay. Is that okay? Yep. All right. Five, four, three, two. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie with Greg, and it's been a great show having Brant and Jake with yes. us today. And um, so let's get a little Wordle update. Okay. Like to? I'm addicted. Are you addicted? And I'm on the struggle bus. <laughs> I am struggling. You're oh. doing a lot better, Steph. No, I th- it just all has to do with your first yeah. word, I think. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's luck. Yeah. Now, the, there are people, I have seen people that have yeah. gotten it in one, the first time. How well, does that happen? Well, that I, cannot be right. I think some of it, not everyone, because there is one second church member that I think very highly of <laughs> that posted this week that I she got it, it in one. Uh-huh. And She's getting a lot of... All Her closest friends, yes. including her spouse, are saying, I'm not buying it for a second. But here's how you might be able to do that. You get on your computer and you figure it out. And then you go to your phone, and it actually is going to open up a brand new game. And so if you know what it is, oh, you just type like it. if you have two devices. And I'm not saying Jennifer did that, okay? <laughs> I'm not saying that. If you're listening, Jennifer. Yeah, and it could be that you're just very, very lucky. Uh-huh. But, like, I start with the same word every day. Now, see, I don't. You don't? Yeah. I do, I, I do teach every day because it's the E and the A, right? which are very popular right. vowels, and the T. But what about, like, you know, on Wheel of Fortune, the R, the S, it could the N, yeah. the L? It could be. But sometimes it's not. But I'm telling you, Monday and Tuesday, I should have had it in three both times. And one time it was six, and one time it was five. And I just, you know I don't what? Know. I don't think it's going it to, yeah. it should not affect your self esteem. No, it doesn't. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't affect the way people think about you. That's right. The, That's right. the thing is, yeah. quit telling people. That's true. I mean, That's you send true. it to me every I know. day. I know. If you don't let me know how I bad send it you to did. multiple people every day. But well, I then... feel like, from an integrity standpoint, <laughs> if I send it to you when I get it in two tries, right. and I don't I just send it really when it's six. You know, right. then you're just kind of like, well, whatever. I wonder yeah. how long this this will last. Well, I got bad news on that. The New York Times has purchased it. Oh, then. And they said they're going to keep it free for now. You're kidding <laughs> I'm me. I'm not kidding you. I am not kidding you. I wonder you, how much so. the guy who invented it uh, made. Didn't the guy work for the New York Times? Oh, I don't know. I thought that he? was the thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't but, know. Yeah. But you know what I do like about it? Yes. It's addictive, but it it's is. just one time One time. And, and I love stop. that everybody is playing the same yes, word. I know. I like I that idea. I agree. That's right. So we'll have to find out if the people that are getting it the first time are just really lucky I yeah you're, you're not buying it are I'm you? not you're not buying it. It. No. hey we could not do direct line without our incredible sponsors we say thank you to them every week because mm-hmm. we love them stephanie who are we saying we thank could you do to? it every week without them we would just have to pay for this that's ourselves. right that's you right and I would. that's so right we are really thankful. we are very thankful that's right for don and deanna what's with mcdonald's chris and daisha robinson with robinson chiropractic bill and mary lou knight with lakewood insurance the darby family with sunset funeral home the team at hans tank wash and dean and gina crandall with morgan stanley Okay, so history segment, we went short with it last week. Mm-hmm. I've got three, okay. and the first is February 2, 1887. The very oh first Groundhog Day is celebrated at Gobbler's Knob in Puxatawney, I like that Pennsylvania. Word. I like that word. So when there's a big snow event, do they even do the groundhog thing? I, mean, I don't know. You know? What do you think? Are they getting the same snow and, that we're until, getting tomorrow? I don't know. Or I have no idea. Week? I've never been to Gobbler's Knob. But our friend Jeff Mayfield, who's been on direct line yeah. with us a couple times, yeah. he took February one year, early February, <laughs> and went to Gobbler's Knob. He was there. What he is, said it was wild. Really? He said he'd always wanted to do it. It was like a bucket list thing. So, yeah. What, just all these people standing around there I, watching it? Well, next time we have them on, Doesn't we'll have to somebody get dressed up it? in a black coat oh, or something? Yeah. I mean, now, did you see the movie, Groundhog Day? I think I did. I don't yeah. remember Bill it, Murray, but, yeah. yeah. It actually is one of those movies that <laughs> I think has a great message yeah? for Christians if you're looking. And I think the message is live your life today. Don't get mm. caught in that routine. And so um, I, I, I love that. I, I think it's a, a reminder that we need to live for the now and be all in and be invested. So anyway. Don't for, get caught in the routine. What well, that I think mean? like with Bill Murray, I mean, he's just living the same thing. The same you wake up every over. day yeah, okay. and it's over and over and over again. It's when he finally yeah. realizes mm. That there's something worth living mm, for gotcha. that life changes. Okay. And I, I just think for a lot of American Christians, mm-hmm. we're just 
we, we can get to the point we're just going through the motion. Okay. So Maybe anyway, I'll rent it. I had a seminary professor tell me one time that he was so moved that if they would have offered an invitation at the end of that movie in the Lincoln Movie Theater, he would have <laughs> went forward and rededicated his life. <laughs> Maybe you should do that. Well, Maybe yeah. we should play it here Maybe and then you offer an altar call at we the end. We could do it. Absolutely. Okay. So we'll see. Is it if he sees his shadow, it's six more weeks of winter. Is that right? I think so. He sees it and he yeah. runs back in his yeah. hole and it's six more weeks. And so I can I tell you, I want to get a ton of snow and then I want to be done with winter. Bring me the nice weather. So Maybe it'll happen. Whatever that we'll would see. be. Hey, number two, February 5, 1937, then-President Franklin Delano Roosevelt announces a plan to pack the Supreme Court. I think someone else has had that idea. Well, they? don't I mean, you find it interesting that yeah. many are speculating our current president is trying to reinvent himself in many ways mm-hmm. as the new FDR. And FDR tried to add six justices. Yeah. He was frustrated with the court. Sounds a little familiar. Yeah. And his plan was let's get as many as fifteen. And he Why was roundly rebuked. Well, because Why I would think, more be better. Because like, I think at like right now you've got yeah. a six three conservative slant. And if you send uh six more liberal leaning justices on, you're gonna get right, what you but want. My point is you've done it all these years. Oh, I agree. It's been nine. It's awful. Don't ch- I mean I agree. don't ch- I, that's how I feel about it. Steph, there's no justification in my mind. But I just found it interesting reading through the history that this is not the first time it's been talked about. And FDR was a pretty popular president, mm-hmm. and he was roundly criticized, and it went nowhere. And he so, was the first one that wanted to well, pack The first the one that I read about okay, that wanted gotcha. to do it. Here's the third one. February 3rd, 1959, the day the music died. Buddy Holly, mm. Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper, the DJ. I bet some of our listeners remember oh, that yeah, music. Yeah. yeah. H- have you seen the movie La Bamba? No. La Bamba tells the story oh, of Richie Valens. And yeah, I, that, need to, I need to watch movies. Yeah, apparently. well, I, I don't know that I would agree with that. <laughs> I, you might learn some stuff, <laughs> but I think you're doing just fine. Mm. But um, yeah, that was a day that mm. um, really brought the world to a screeching mm-hmm. halt for mm. music fans, uh, yeah. at least. And so. um, it's kind of known as the day that the music died. Mm. So let's talk word of the week. So we started with Pazell. Those and, Italian uh, cookies. My mm. friend Wanda Griegel told mm. me she's got some more being prepared. Mm. So just Lucky loving you. that so much. Next week it was endemic. Right. Hopefully COVID is going to become endemic. We hope. Of course, two weeks ago it was a wordle. Which and, you started know, that's off just craze. What a craze. Yeah. Last week, what were your words? Fartlick and Meldrop. And just a reminder, because I think these are lesser known <laughs> words than I've come up with. What are they again? Fartlick is... The, you know, endurance, like you run fast and then yep. you yep. run slow yep. and then you jog and then you sprint. Yep. I don't know because yeah. I don't do that. But what and a cool, what a cool word. It's a word, cool yeah. word. And meldrop. That's the, the drop moisture. of mucus on yeah. your end of your nose. There you go. <laughs> Which happens this time of the year. Well, I bet if people are out shoveling snow, there's exactly a lot of right. meldrops going on. That's right. On. So the word of the week, <laughs> drum roll please. Snowpocalypse. Snowpocalypse. Now, to be fair, I couldn't find it in the dictionary. I had to go to the Urban Dictionary, okay. which, by the way, if you didn't know there was an Urban Dictionary, I am not recommending that you go <laughs> you check it out. You learn a lot of things on there well, that are yeah, not so good. It's not all good. Exactly. But, but I did love this description. Here's the description for Snowpocalypse, <laughs> a weather condition in which the amount of fallen snow, while not really such a big deal, <laughs> wrecks havoc on a city, effectively shutting it down and leaving its citizens stunned and unable to see any sign of hope. Hope or return to normalcy. It's perceived much like the aftermath of a nuclear event, but really, it's just snow. Well, 
it says it's just freaking I snow. know. I was, that, trying to, was, I was that directly out of the no, that, Urban right. Dictionary? Yeah, I just okay. copied it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So That's funny. It made me laugh. Oh, yeah, you that's know? funny. Well, you know what? It's so much better. I mean, look at the people that shove or oh, yeah. push snow and right. all of those city workers right. that they yeah. get out there and we'll be fine. We're going to be we're good. We're going to make it. We're going to be good. Yeah. Well, hey, we're almost done. Good news segment. Um, I want to remember the life of Bernice McCoy. Mm-hmm. You know her. Talk I know a little Bernice. bit about her. Yeah. Oh, that woman. She yeah. could call you and you'd be on the phone for yep. a while. But yep. she she pushed like events like nobody else that right. I knew would push right. events around right. here and invited people and shared yeah. hospitality. Yeah. What a sweet woman. Loved her church. Loved her husband. Um, well, loved her husband. Oh, man. Faithful yeah. to the very end. And yeah. she passed away last week. Her funeral is mm-hmm. actually going to be Tuesday, mm-hmm. February 8th here mm-hmm. at Second Church. But we want to offer condolences. Mm-hmm. To Bernice's family. I bet and, listeners remember yeah. Fred and Bernice McCoy. And I'll tell you, <laughs> churches are blessed yeah. by the Bernice McCoys right. of the world. That's right. And so sure. on behalf of Stephanie and our friends Jake and Brant, this is Greg saying so long. We'll see you next week on Direct Line.